Hey, hey listeners. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to our first podcast uh, called for now Mad Teacher. We don't know how it's <laughs> going to evolve, but we're just happy that you're here and you're joining us. And who are you? I'm Deb Luperts, and who um, are you? I'm Mike Hurlin. And I am. I teach English in at Marion Junior Senior High School, and we have just always wanted to do mm-hmm. this dream. I'm so excited. I that know, we're me too. Here. And I'm again. I teach social studies and French in the past as well. But um, we're so glad to finally at least attempt this uh, this first podcast. So bear with us, guys. We'll um, we'll get things. I'm sure things will change as we go along. Yes. So I. So what's going to drive us today? Um, we had a, a good question. Probably uh, what would be a probably a smart question to ask. How did we get here? How are we here? Why, why are we here? Why are we here? <laughs> what what is it? So we were just um talking one time last year we were in lunch and and just sitting around the lunch staff table we just really felt like it would be so great if we could start to record yeah. some conversations between teachers um, because a lot of really fun stories come up a lot yeah. of intellectual conversation comes up and we just thought it would be kind of fun to start doing it but how long did it take us to do it oh what a year yeah i mean we bought the microphones we bought even the video cameras and everything but uh and who knows maybe we will go video but we figured that the audio most people listen in audio anyways so plus we if you're in your car we don't want you to have any issues but um yeah it's just been um something that we both had a dream about thankfully you know and we're sitting around at the lunch or even walking in the hallways or outside and saying you know we talk about so many cool things we have so many neat ideas why not just share them with you guys and then hopefully we get some feedback as well yeah, and I think that for me, it was also just like learning a new uh, form of media. You and mm-hmm. I are both into yeah. tech. Obviously, you're way more tech savvy than I am. But no, give yourself some credit. Um, but we started to, to collaborate a couple of years ago on some units, and it was like just the spirit of that creativity and our own curiosity led us to sort of build that unit together. And it's just like, well, what if we could create something totally original totally yeah. new yeah and I, I think you know i mean i'll speak for myself right now but i think um you know m- my goal i think our goal and chime in whenever mm-hmm. um i think ultimately it's just to kind of allow us us to process what's going on in our teacher world if you will and also to share some of the things that we think are cool mm-hmm. uh, whether it's tech related or just pedagogy or whatever it is but uh, i think then maybe we can hear back from others and and learn something ourselves we hope to have i think some interviews of different people um, around our own district and hopefully outside of the district eventually but what do you think yeah i think i that's what i think too like our vision yeah. was just to start once we hit that pause with covid we were both like okay here's our chance but i think i don't know speaking for myself i did not anticipate the mountain of work that we yeah. had you know after that because we were all hunkered down in home sure. and kind of stuck with our whatever we were able to bring home yeah. on march 16th and so it's now we're back and just to give you a little bit of background listeners about Mm -hmm. our model we're doing something called a hybrid model so we um, meet with students in person and we meet with half of our class in the morning 
half of our class in the afternoon. It takes us two days to get through one day of yeah. school. And what happened recently is that we just went remote. So now we're Zooming with all of our kids again, but we're um, in the physical building. Yeah. And we're hope hoping to be back Monday, the 26th, I believe. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's definitely a crazy transition and we had to be ready literally we were told on a friday guess what guys you're you know you're going to be here next week sitting here in front of your screens and cameras and the kids are at home so you have to be ready on the fly what are some of the things that you did as far as your setup um, in your own room oh technology as far um, as like how you like what's your setup look like oh well i have um and i can um upload some pictures yeah. too and mm -hmm. we um just if anybody is curious about it but we have um promethean boards which is just a version of a smart board and then in my room i have um, my laptop and it's hooked up to my promethean board yeah. um something that i missed at home was having a mouse which you yeah. would think I would have a mouse for my laptop. I didn't have one. Nope. So I made sure that I had a mouse for that. We nope. have our podcast. Um, our, I have my podcast microphone. And um, what kind of microphone is it? Do you recommend it? Yes. It's the same one. Oh, you have the blue? Yeah, we, we okay. both got the blue, I okay. think. I wasn't sure if you had a different one. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, it works yeah. well. Hopefully you can hear it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how see it what sounds. See what you think. So um, how about you? What... Now, Mike, wait till you see his setup because, like, he he just he looks it's a like geeky it's a geek fest. It is a geek tech yeah. fest, and it like seriously, if it doesn't work out in teaching, he could definitely like be hired <laughs> by the government or something to like. Well, I don't know about that, but maybe you you know well, some education. You are hired by the government, but. Yeah. no, it's similar to what Deb has. You know, you have the blue microphone. Uh, great, you can buy it on Amazon or anywhere, but it's a great great microphone um you can have different setups depending on we have it set up i don't remember the fancy terminology but essentially it's um it's a 360 microphone pickup so we can be sitting six feet apart and be socially distanced and not have to worry about it not picking it up things so i have my laptop um i, I just because i'm nuts um i don't like the 720p camera that's on the laptops that we have so i got the 1080 the hd um, I don't know that I want myself an HD, but hey, you know, it looks better. Um, and then, like, much like Deb, we have the 65-inch, or 70, I think, even close to, the Promethean board. It's like a smart TV. And then on the left of that, I have a 45-inch um, a TV. And that's um, what I've discovered over this past week, actually, is, um, and maybe we can get into this in a minute, because I'm going to get sidetracked. So, Deb, write this down in case I forget. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, why do I have two TVs and two laptops right next to me right now? So I want to get into that, but the question right now is what's the setup? So, and you'll probably find out we're very ADD. Yeah, so I'm trying like to stay to organized. <laughs> and I also like to like interject. So like as Mike's yes, been talking about this, good. I think about like, you know, Mr. Mom, 220, 221. The numbers <laughs> really don't make sense to me, but but uh, but I, I enjoy learning about it. So essentially a huge TV screen, a smaller TV screen, two laptops, a microphone, and an HD camera. That's kind of what it looks like, if you can imagine. And as Deb said, uh, we'll, you know, try to see if we can get a picture, you know, pictures of maybe either on Twitter or somehow connected to this. So what was the, oh, the bird walk. So yes, why, the bird walk is why do you have two TVs and why do you have two laptops? Is well, it necessary? Uh, for remote learning, I, I think so, yes. Mm -hmm. um, on the big, big, big screen, um, 
really a couple of things. I have my plan book, um, which we, that's another, maybe, maybe we, I think we're even talking about maybe an app of the week or an app of the month or a website. Yes. Um, so I have my plan book, edu.com. We'll, we'll talk about that at some other point um, where I have my lesson plans on there. Um, and then I hit, we use Schoology. So then I have the seventh grade, you know, up there ready to go for class. And then I have, you know, whatever I'm going to be using in different tabs. Um, over on the other little TV screen, I have Go Guardian, which is uh, basically pretty much we can see what the students are doing on their Chromebooks. Um, it's, and that's another, probably another one. Well, we're going to have a lot of good. I think we definitely, now that we're thinking this out loud on the podcast, yes, we probably could have a website or app of the week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think could because, for example, we could talk about Go Guardian for, you know, for a while, what the features are, what this and that, and also about plan books. So maybe we can work that in somehow. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, I have Go Guardian. So essentially we can see all the students' screens when they're logged in. They have to, we have to take attendance. So there's official class times. Um, periods one, two, three, and four in the afternoon, so that we have to take attendance. So I have my attendance on the little screen. I have my Go Guardian. So then, when I'm trying to teach, in air quotes, um, they I share my my laptop screen, and then what'll happen is um, on the big screen I have I might have um, like my plans, so I can refer to them. I might have other you know things going on that I don't want them to see that help me. Then I can also look to my left and and very easily see if they're on task. Yes. By looking at the screen now. And what's nice is in English and history teachers, you can go right in, especially if they're writing essays, and then you can um, have them pull pull up their document and Mm -hmm. literally as they're writing, you just go into their Google Doc with them and you can comment as they're writing to make any sort of suggestions to keep them on track, which is great. Yeah. So ultimately, uh, what I found was when I just had the one big screen, even though it's, it's, you would think, why do you have a problem with a huge screen, not just dividing it? What I found was, though, is that with the GoGuardian seeing all their screens, it makes them so little that it's not really worthwhile. So that's the first thing. And then sometimes you got, you're flipping between windows and you can't see what they're doing because something else is covering it. So that's kind of what I've discovered, I guess, over the last week, I guess. Right. And so, what are you doing? Like, how has your instruction, I know my instruction mm-hmm. has has been like a li- severed almost. Like, so, so by that, I mean, I had a plan that I was going with. Kids were working in a workbook mm-hmm. and then I had to abandon that plan to do a, and found a remote um, platform that yeah. kids can can practice the same standards and skills with, um, which is just fine. I mean, we're, we're working yeah. through that together. So for me, we're, we're talking about happiness, like what makes you happy and in seventh grade and in 11th grade, we're talking about, um, literary analysis and identity, mm, yeah. um, because those are two big sort of topics out there today. So sure. I'm going to ask you, so content wise, what are you doing with the kids? Huh. Well, thank you for asking. Uh, in seventh grade in eighth grade it's u.s history for both Uh, seventh grade we spent the last five weeks going through um, the skills of thinking like a historian Mm. so we're currently talking about corrupt we've been talking about corroboration uh we've been talking about reliability talking about 
Um, how do you examine sources? What are the types of sources like primary, secondary? Um, how do you annotate text in history? How do you source, close read? Pretty much like you do in ELA. Exactly. And um, so mine know. is just, comp you know, we're yeah. complimenting each other. Oh, so absolutely. I'm teaching them how to be close readers mm -hmm. and how to be um, specific writers. Because right. I don't know about you, but when you've got a 7th or 11th grader, they like to just yeah. be vague and like yes. just say, you know, things mm -hmm. and stuff and yeah, all that exactly. and so we have to teach them to say specifically what it is that they're that what, that, what they mean exactly what it is and how do they know do. that yes exactly yes. so that becomes yeah. like an interesting um fun yeah. sort of thing to and, do. and then today we're working on context so what's the historical context and geographic context and uh, just simply getting them to understand what led to something happening or what's the background mm -hmm. and how that makes a big difference. And then the final part, which will be hopefully uh, in a couple of days, uh, would be um, constructing historical argument. Nice. Then what we, we take those skills and we apply them to all the normal, I would say normal like social studies stuff. Right. You know, like the different topics we cover. So whenever they have a document, primary, secondary, or write an essay, they will use those skills. Well, that's my intent, at least. Yes. You know, in what they do. Right. Eighth grade, we did a review of that in the beginning of the year um, for seventh grade because with the COVID thing, it was a mess. Yes. And then what are we um, trying to think? What we're doing now? Oh, we're um, we're in the in, actually we're looking at um, a series of documents with an inquiry question of what we, what do they they came, we had to come up with a hypothesis what. Do they feel was the major disagreement mm. that might have caused the Civil War? Mm -hmm. uh, most say slavery, typically. Um, but okay, that's great. Like science, they have a hypothesis now. Prove it. So they have to apply the skills, like I was mentioning earlier, to then write eventually an essay and have a discussion about it. So they're probably looking for evidence that mm -hmm. will support yep. and, and their claim and exactly. learning how to write yep. a really clear um, that's what I hope claim. Is. Yeah, and that's that's what really. About you? Well, that's what we work on, um, and that's why we switched to this. Um, I'm teaching them how to annotate online through mm. Commonlit, and um, okay. so they read the one um, set of authors were arguing that actually happiness. Um, there's two types of happiness, like your your global life mm -hmm. perspective, and just your day to day. If you're happy, sad, or or stressed out or whatever and how that connects to how much money you have so they really? pose the question yeah to the kids like um how much money would it take to make you happy and so it was really fun in the zoom call i i i did the annotation with them they highlighted the question and then they had to write the responses so i could see through the go guardian everything that they were writing as they were sort uh, of creating okay. it and and what was interesting what we found out by the end of that article is I asked like money so, to buy happiness? Yeah, like it doesn't. Is it, really? yeah. it was like yeah. the kids. I, you know, like this one kid said, <laughs> I need a hundred million dollars. And then I said, okay, well, what's your favorite thing to do that makes you happy? And he's like going outside and kicking around my soccer ball. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, how much does that cost? You know, hmm. probably the cost of the soccer ball. Yeah. You know, in my sneaks. So, so it's just like we're able to have like these really. It's I, I find that with Zoom, it's a lot more intimate with the kids. Mm. And actually, some kids are reluctant to talk and other kids like really the kids that mm. have a harder time in class sometimes do. Did you find this over the break like that or over the um, 
over the remote? COVID. Yeah, remote oh, learning. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mean to, because <laughs> it certainly wasn't a break. But, um, but did you find that for kids that usually would typically mm. struggle in person, that they actually... Yeah, for some, yes. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it was an interesting yeah. thing, like yeah. socially. The other thing, and this is not to get sidetracked, but I think at some further point, uh, be interesting to hear from the audience and from other teachers. The whole showing their face on the video has been a weird thing too. Like some yeah. people seem to be making it a big deal for some reason. Almost, I feel like it's almost like the mask thing. Yes, you know that whole thing. Like some people make it a big deal, not for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, and that'll be interesting to discover really why. Yeah, like, and maybe that will be a question that we could pose when students. we come mm -hmm. back. Like yeah. for uh, from our perspective, we need to see their faces. Otherwise, it's for like, attendance and this and that. And, well, and just to know that they're there because you read people's faces. Yes. You know, so much of our communication, like right, is gesture. Yeah. Like right now, I'm yes. waving. Yes. <laughs> and and I feel like it, it's been yeah. neat also. This is the first time we've been in school for five weeks. With no masks. With we get to just see their the kids' yes. total face. See that's yes. and all they want to show us is like their I eyeballs or and the, their, their ceiling. ceiling I don't want to see their <laughs> ceiling. Do you? No. Well, so. it's crazy because it's so weird. Like this one, I never forget. Like this one girl, for whatever I think she, she I honestly didn't know what her face looked like. You know, because yes. I never saw her without a mask. And then she. Or their hood and right. the mask. And, she and it's like, are you to in take there? a drink of water. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what she looks like. Mm -hmm. Isn't it so weird? Yeah, it is. It's very bizarre. And and I wonder what it's like. Like, we teach middle and high school. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wonder what it's like for little kids, yeah. you know? So it, it'll be neat. Like, I, I'm hoping that we'll get some talk perspective about mm -hmm. from some elementary school teachers. Yeah. Um, and just like some celebrations that they're finding sure. in this time and like what are their challenges um i don't know i just hope that this will be hopeful and yeah. that you can see from the perspective of two people that mm -hmm. really love what they do yeah. love kids you know like what yeah. you know what what this experience is like right I guess. And, yeah and we're hoping to be <laughs> excuse me anywhere from you know 15 to 30 minutes roughly you know we'll try to keep it so that you know, because typically it's nice. I know for my own podcast listening, I usually do two X to try to, you know, I can get more done. Right. So like in the car, you know, we wanted to make, you know, like a typical, maybe a car ride home or, a, you know, something that you you can do very easily. And I think to kind of bring this to a wraps um, would be, we go back to our beginning question. I don't know how well we did with it, but yeah. Um, ultimately, I don't even remember what the question was now. Um, why what, are we here? Why are we? <laughs> why are we here? So I think we're here to discuss really what's on our mind at the time. Yeah, we want to talk. We're we here to discuss techie things, tech tools. Yeah, pedagogy content. content. Yeah, content and just like connections with kids, connections yeah. with colleagues, and, and things just, that could help the average teacher. Yeah, and and we hope that this will inspire you to just try something that you that's like to the, do that mm -hmm. is fun, that's creative, and um, we hope that you have a great day thank you guys we hope to see you again real soon all right so we should we